You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Bemis Associates. Let's make amazing. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon here, Cat Deal as well from the North Central Mass Chamber. We are on the road over in Groton today at 128 Main Street at the Groton Inn. I should say the historic uh, the historic Groton location Inn. of the Groton Inn, absolutely. And we are joined today by Trisha Tompkins. She is the general manager. Trisha, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to be back at the Groton Inn. We've had several events here. We had our board retreat here. Um, and I just love the fact that I walked in today and it's decorated for Christmas. It's beautiful. And I just got to ask right away, who made the gingerbread house upstairs? So that is our executive pastry chef, Alicia Steffen. She's been with us from the beginning too. And she and her team are amazing. That is the most amazing gingerbread house I've ever seen. I, we're going to take a picture of it and hopefully we'll post it with the podcast because the detail of the stone on the chimney just blew me away. It is, yep. It's incredible. Those are candy rocks. Oh my gosh. They look like real rocks. Right. She's so creative. Oh, it, it's amazing. So yeah, if, 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 you, if you haven't seen it and you're in the area, you should stop by just to see the decor and this amazing gingerbread house upstairs. But you can't eat it though. No, no eating and no touching. So uh, we are here at the Groton Inn and I want to start off with the history of the building because this does have a very big history and a very important history to the town of Groton. So Trisha, can you tell us a little bit about the historic side of the Groton Inn? Sure. Uh, it was built in 1678, so it's had multiple owners throughout the years. Um, unfortunately, we had a tragic fire in 2011, so it actually um, burned down to the ground. Nothing was salvaged, and it the um, the land was empty for about seven years. And then there are um, the ownership and some investors in town, and they said they wanted to resurrect and rebuild yeah. and reimagine the inn to make it look like it did before. Um, and they started building in 2017 and we opened in uh, May of 2018. And then the restaurant was October of 18. And the original building was called the Groton Inn. Yes. And at one time, I believe until 2011 before it burned down, it was the longest running bed and breakfast is that correct? It is one of them. It there is, is one another of another one. Yes, there is. Yes. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about them anyway. <laughs> but that, that's incredible to have that piece of history. And when you have a devastating fire like that, unfortunately, sometimes, a lot of times, this is not the end result. A lot of times those pieces are lost. Those, those, those memories are lost. Everything's lost. But you actually were able to bring it back and even make it better. Um, can you tell us what the reception's been like in Groton since the hotel has opened up in 2018? And you've been here, I know, the whole time. Right. I talked to a lot of people that had been in the inn previously because I had never been in it. And it was such a big part of the community here. So since we've reopened, it's it's we've just engulfed ourselves in the community again and the people and the different types of events we host and the community engagement. It, 
it's just been unbelievable. We've, you know, been able to establish ourselves for having great events and weddings and being a great host for our guest rooms. Uh, so it, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. I call it my second home because <laughs> I basically live here. <laughs> um, but that's how much it means to me and also to all the people that work here too. You know, I'm, I'm sitting downstairs in one of the, um, conference spaces that you have and there's historic photos right behind Travis right now. Did when, when it was rebuilt and it was reopened, was there a large number of artifacts or historical items that came back that the town gave and said, we want to put these in the inn? So it's funny you ask that because I probably get a call once a month <laughs> or someone who's dropping by with a piece of wood from the old, you know, <laughs> breakfast room or China or pictures I'll get in the mail of, of the old inn. And we haven't quite um, put like a memorabilia um, set up yet. I do have everything that everyone's given to me um, with the hopes that one day that we will do that. Yeah. But yes, I get that more than you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, you know, it's such a community central location for, you know, hundreds of years to have that back um, and have the community rally with you guys. That's that's such a great feeling, I'm sure, to just have the support of the community. Um, and, and, and you're right on, like, you're right in the middle of it all here. Right. Yep. So... It's amazing. I yeah. love being part of the town and, and everything that we do here. That's awesome. Now, for people that haven't stayed in here, I mean, what are the room setups like and how many rooms do you have? We have 60 rooms. They're all a little bit different. We have different room types. Uh, we have king beds, uh, queen beds, and they're just really luxurious. We call it boutique but still homey. Um, so we have great amenities. Uh, we have showers. We have tubs. Um, great linens, robes, slippers, just really, really luxury. Yes, it is definitely a boutique bed and breakfast. When you walk in, you can you can feel the difference. You feel very much at home. There's a fire going today, um, and you have beautiful cushioned seats to walk into. And I've I've been in a couple of the rooms here, and they are all very unique. But I think what's interesting is that you are a very beautiful boutique B&B &B that has conference space as well, which you just don't find, and an outdoor space as well. I mean, you just, you really have a large uh, options that you, you can have events here, not just come and stay. Exactly. And yeah. so you were mentioning earlier when, before we started recording that you have a buyout. Yes. Yeah. How? So can you tell us like what that entails for you guys that yeah. even though the event isn't here, you have how many guests coming? Yep. So on a buyout, we have 60 rooms. So up to 120 people. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, on a Saturday night, which is amazing. So our weddings start on, I mean, Gibbet has weddings on Thursday nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. So we could even get Sunday night rooms, which is wonderful. So it's funny, the mix of what we have from weekend to weekday. Yeah. Weekday, it's, you know, your corporate business meetings. And then the weekends, it's like you can just hear the buzz <laughs> in the in the hallway on Thursday afternoons that you know what's coming. So it's a it's a great feeling. And can you tell us a little bit more about the spaces you have here, whether it's a corporate event or someone wants to book a party or a wedding? Yeah. So we have four spaces. So we have the Boutwell room, which we're sitting in. We have the Revere room named after Paul Revere because <laughs> he did meet here at one point. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Prescott. And then we also have a smaller breakout room um, on the same level. And we have high-end corporate groups. Um, we have 
a lot of pharmaceuticals, um, where they come here and they trust us to provide a nice, quiet working area, but also we have like state-of-the-art AV. So everything's wireless. We have screens. We have audio. They can play their presentations. Um, and then, of course, we have our own full kitchen here. So we provide all their food for them uh, and, and our support when they're here. You know, the chamber just had there this past summer, we had our board retreat here. And I can attest to the Wi-Fi is very strong. I mean, we had, you know, 30 execs all came in and they're like, yep, let's do this. And immediately on their phones because everybody lives on their phone. So there was no issues with that. There was advanced technology available for us to use. And the food was amazing at lunchtime, of course. Um, but it was, you felt very much catered to. It's, it is, you have a very unique model because you do have that very at home boutique feel. But as someone who has had several events here, it's, it's amazing what you actually can offer for somewhere this small. And we didn't get to use it, but one day I will have an event that uses the fire pit outside because it's a gorgeous yeah. area. <laughs> yeah. And, and on the weekends, you know, all these wedding groups that we host, um, we get their rehearsal dinners, their welcome receptions, their post-wedding celebrations, uh, which can go into the late hours of the night. Um, but we do. We have a great space here, and and we have a great team that that has been, again, with us for a long time and have a lot of experience. So. Yeah. Speaking of a lot of experience, you have a lot of experience. This is definitely not your first gig in the hospitality industry. You've come from, from very large companies, including Doubletree and the Weston in Boston. Is that correct? Weston and Waltham. Weston and Waltham, yes. But yes. I, I started my career a long time ago with Marriott. <laughs> I've worked for a lot of different brands, Hilton, Renaissance, Weston. Um, but it's what I've done, what I've loved to do. And I always said I want to I want to make it to be a general manager at a smaller property, not a bigger hotel. And it's because I love to know everyone that I work with. And um, this just fits me. And for you, what's it like to leave that corporate side of things and go to a more locally owned establishment? I couldn't be happier about that. Um, in hospitality, we take care of our guests. We take care of each other. And I felt that coming to this, it was a change, but it just, again, it suits me because I don't, I hate to say with corporate, I don't, I'm just not a number. Everyone, you know, there, it's like we care about mm -hmm. each other. So it's different. Um, so I love it. And I'll never, I'll never go back. <laughs> well, the Groton is very lucky to have <laughs> you with all that experience though, but what a different model. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be right back as we continue this conversation with Trisha Tompkins. She is the general manager over at the Groton Inn at 128 Main Street, Aaron Groton on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon and Kat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce on the road today in the beautiful uh, Groton Inn at 128 Main Street in downtown Groton. And Trisha Tompkins, our guest today, she's the general manager. And you know, if it was warmer, I was going to ask if we could actually um, tape this out on the, uh, the the front porch, the farmer's porch you have, which is absolutely gorgeous. 
Yeah, that would have been really nice, but it is freezing today. But no, it's a great place to sit in the summer. Uh, just watch all the people walking by and happenings in town. Now, before the break, I know Kat had mentioned the the fire pit that you have. And when we talk about the farmer's porch, do you find that a lot of guests like to really enjoy the property when they're here? They're not just staying in their room. Are they getting out and kind of walking around the inn? Absolutely. So the courtyard where we have the fireplace, which Kat was referring to, we have a lot of soft furniture. We've got tables with umbrellas. So a lot of people will come and check in. Um, You know, they can get a drink from the front desk if they want, a beer or wine, and their room's not ready. They can just hang out on the porch. So it's definitely um, a place where everybody comes together because especially when they're coming for weddings. They haven't seen each other in a long time. So a lot of families come together and it's just, again, it's that buzz on the weekend. Oh, that's so nice. I, I love that idea that it's just a place to gather. And you actually added since opening a place to gather and that's the Forge and Vine restaurant in the back. Yes. Can you give a little bit of details about that? I know they don't open until four. I know that they're a very nighttime location, um, but the reviews have been amazing. Yeah, that, uh, so when we were, we were supposed to open both buildings at the same time and that didn't happen, which was a blessing. Um, but we, we opened in October of 18 and the whole idea behind it was um, great food, great value, great service. Um, so we took a lot of time and um, curating the menu and hiring the right people. And yeah, we're open for dinner um, every day, seven days a week. We had come out of the pandemic going back to five days, um, but we're finally, we've been open since May, um, seven days. And we change our menu seasonally, which is really important to us because we we like to change with the seasons. And yeah, it's, it's the place to be. We've been blessed with, with great reviews and uh, great people that come back and see us. And so it's been, it's been an amazing experience. Yeah. What a great addition to have in terms of just food um, and, and for Groton to have a restaurant um, seven days a week. Right. We have a beautiful deck. We have a four season, which even in the winter, it's, uh, we have a fireplace, we have heaters. <clears throat> if it's snow and winds whipping, it's still nice and cozy. So people love that room. Yeah. And of course the bar, they love the bar. It's beautiful. If you haven't been up to the Forge and Vine and you're listening to this, I would highly suggest doing it. Um, The Forge and Vine, um, the name runs absolutely through the decor of the room. Um, I have been in there um, and the food is amazing. It truly is. What a great addition to Groton it must have been. Yeah, I think we just compliment all the other restaurants that are around too, just giving the community another place to go. So. And you mentioned food, and I know we're talking about Forge and Vine, but also when you wake up in the morning, you need breakfast. And I understand you can get food right here at the Groton Inn. Tell us about that. Yep. So breakfast is included in the rate if you book directly with the inn. If you do book a third party, it is additional, but we offer that. So we have a full breakfast buffet, eggs. We have a specialty item every day, coffee, continental. Uh, so yeah, we are open 7 to 9.30 every day. And you mentioned the pandemic beforehand, and you had two businesses um, in the two industries most affected by the pandemic. You've got hospitality and, and the restaurant industry. And how were you able to navigate those tough waters with a restaurant and with a hotel? And what are some of the changes that have come out of that that are going to stick around for good with our, your operations? Sure. Yeah, that was really difficult, as it was for many people. Um, we did close the inn 
completely and the restaurant. When we reopened the inn, we had to pivot with breakfast because we couldn't serve a buffet, so we did breakfast boxes. And then we also started what we really call a new business out of our kitchen. We had this beautiful kitchen. We couldn't hold events, so we said, what what, what can we do for the community um, and still keep some of our people employed? <laughs> so we created TGIK Kitchen, and what we did is we did Monday through Friday, we did family-style meals. Um, we packaged them, and people would drive right up in front of the inn. We would run it out to them, put it in their trunk. It was contactless. Um, they could order everything online. They could order in advance. And that really got us through. It picked us back up. It was like, ah, oh, we're back to doing something we love. And it was, it was just awesome, awesome for the community. We did so well with it. Um, people still ask, are you going to bring that back? And I'm like, I'd love to, but I can't. You know, you know, There's but, only so much you can do, right? <laughs> but that was something that was awesome. And then when we finally could open the restaurant back up, we had capacity restrictions. So we actually bought a tent and we put it right out in the parking lot. And we built these custom you know, dividers that went with all of the um, – architecture and style of the restaurant so they didn't look like just plexiglass. So everything we did, we there was a lot of thought going into it. So it was so great to bring the restaurant team back and we got through it and it was it was tough. Um, housekeeping, um, when you talk about some of the changes, uh, we we can't service a room every night. So we've implemented every third night a room will get service unless they need something. But we also make sure they have can get extra towels or shampoo or soap. So yeah, a lot of uh, the way, the way we think now and how we run a business is, is a lot different. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of people um, had to change and are going to continue to use. But on when Travis and I travel around and we talk to folks and we have asked, I think almost everybody how they did business during the pandemic. I think one of the things that we have heard over and over that you said was how do we keep our people mm -hmm. How do we keep people employed and how important that really is to a community? Um, and so how many people are employed here at the inn? Between both buildings, about 115. Wow. I would not have thought that for a 60-room, but I, I, it takes a lot to run hospitality. But that's great that you were employing that much, pe that many people in, this, in the region, in, in such a small town like Groton, to have that much of a stakehold in terms of employment. Um, and to know that that was like your first thought. It's like, what do we do to keep people employed? That's important. That's really important for the region. Right. And we are hiring. <laughs> oh, well, get on the get on the website, folks. And there's more than one reason to check out the website. If someone's looking to book an event, whether it's corporate or they're interested in a wedding or a party, what's that process like? How do they determine what size room they need or which area of the property would be best for their event? Yeah, it depends on the number of people for their event. So we have um, we have our catering team, our sales team, and they work with with the client on how many people they have. Uh, you know, what type of event it is. So we walk them through that whole process. Can you tell us a little bit about that process, meeting with those two teams and how it works? Yep. So we have, if, if someone wants to inquire about having an event, we have a, an email, info at thegrottenin.com. Once we get their inquiry, we contact them, um, talk to them about, you know, what are their needs? What, what are they looking for? Is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Um, determine if we have the space available. We set up um, 
walkthroughs where they can come in and see the space and meet our team. Uh, and then we have menus, different menus for every event. And we just go through the whole process with them. They We send them a contract and then we go from there. Again, a very unique service to have at something that would be considered a boutique B&B where you have 60 rooms, limited capacity, but you have the staff to take care of. And I will say I've worked with all of the staff, I think, here, uh, extremely professional. So what a great gem to have here, the Groton Inn. This is amazing. I love this place. Well, Kat, I think you're going to have to book a stay here just so you can- I know, I know. I actually have a gift card to Fortune Vine, so going to have to make a weekend of it, I think. <laughs> and speaking of making a weekend, I think the great thing, too, is- it's not just for people who are traveling. If folks live nearby and want to get away for the weekend, just have a change of scenery, have kind of a forget about everything going on, they can come and stay here. Absolutely. And we do. We have so many people that are like, oh, we're going to come and stay. And we just live down the street, but we've been dying to stay there. So when we get that information, we want to make sure it's really special. So we'll send them either like a bottle of wine or a cheese plate just to say, you know, thanks for you know, coming and staying with us. Like that's so important. And those little touches I imagine go a really long way. They do. Yeah. For people who tell us they have their weddings, anniversaries, birthdays, proposals. Um, yeah. We always want to do something special for them. Of course. And it's a beautiful location to do all those things at. Speaking of special, uh, New Year's Eve is coming up. Are you doing anything special for New Year's? New Year's Eve, we have the restaurant that's Booking up now. So if you want to book, book now. Um, <laughs> we will do a special or two, um, but generally we just do our regular menu. Yeah. yeah. And for folks that are thinking of booking, whether they want to make a New Year's Eve getaway or I'm thinking a couple months down the road, you've got Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. How do they go about booking a room? Yeah. So online, they can book or they can call us directly. So we already have a romance package, uh, we have a holiday spirit package. We just launched a relax and rejuvenation package. So we've got a lot of different packages that people can take a look at and see which would best fit them. But yes, they can either book online or they can call us directly. And what's that online address? It's www.thegrottenin.com. Oh, it couldn't be easier. So tell us more about what's in those packages, like the relaxation and rejuvenation package. So we thought it would be great, again, to reach out to our community and put something together. So we're working with Body, Mind, Spirit, which is right next door. So we have a little body scrub. Uh, we also um, just had a new shop called The Kitchen Sink open up down the street, and they make candles. And they had brought me um, a lo my, my own logo, the Grotten candle, just to say, hey, we, we'd love to work with you. And I'm like, this is amazing. So... They made us little candles with a linen, a linen scent. Oh. Um, and then we've got these plush um, Grotten robes and then slippers. So when someone books it, they'll get the candle, they'll get the scrub, and then each person will get the robe and the slippers. And it's more opportunities to collaborate with local businesses. Exactly. Do you yeah. do that a lot with um, with the different entities between you and Forge and Vine in terms of food and, and procuring um, supplies? So we've done a little bit, um, like we work with Fat Moon Mushroom, mm -hmm. which they're local. Um, some of the farms we've worked with. Yeah, anything that we can do to work together, we do. And for you as the GM, what's it like to have that freedom that if someone comes in with an idea like the candle or something else that you can just say, yeah, let's go for it? It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love it. it because I don't, you know, I, of course I'll run it by ownership or my my management company, but I ha I, I do have that luxury of saying, yes, I want to do this. 
and they they support me. That's great. That is great. We're so we're so pleased to be here today. It's such a nice location and we're in such luxury, I feel like. We've been having a lot of fun today. We're in one of the conference rooms at the Groton Inn at 128 Main Street in Groton, chatting with Trisha Tompkins, the general manager. And if folks are interested in booking an event or booking a room or checking out some of these packages that you have or learning more about Forge and Vine, where can they go again? Uh, www.thegrottonin.com or www.forgeandvine.com. You've been listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.